Each one of us wants to feel loved. We seek a partner. We navigate dating introductions to hopefully find someone to share our lives with. We commit to a relationship and try to make it work. We fail and we find the courage and energy to start over. We all want to be loved. We seek love. We find someone to love. Then what happens next? Today, I have a very interesting conversation with Michael Daniels, the creator of co-parenting app FAIR. Michael has a powerful story to tell about why we need new tools to manage our kids' lives in the custodial role after divorce. Hey, today we have Michael Daniels on the uh, on the program. I'm really excited to talk to him. He's got a, a fascinating program called FAIR uh, that he created in looks like about 2016 to really help single parents, divorcing parents, co-parenting issues, people that are just managing that scheduling and details, expenses that go into co-parenting, certainly after divorce, um, but I can even imagine a use case for this uh, while while people are still married. Um, anyway, Michael Daniels, thank you so much for uh, coming on and giving me a little time to hear about how FAIR got started, uh, what, you know, how it's different than any of the other uh, offerings in the marketplace, and then sort of where you're going and, and where uh, where FAIR is headed and and uh, sort of welcome. Um, I'm excited. I, uh, I obviously when I got divorced nine years ago, used uh, the big competitor, uh, OFW, I'll just call it, and, um, you know, had some success, but also some some problems with that platform. Uh, and I know that you had a similar experience, and that's sort of how you ended up uh, starting FAIR. So, Michael, thank you for, for giving me a little time today. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, John, first of all, thank you very much for having me. I really, really appreciate this uh, this opportunity to share uh, share fair the the impetus for its creation uh, with your audience. This is um this is a great thing. So uh, yeah, a little bit about me, my background. Actually, I don't come from tech and I don't come from law. Uh, I actually can't come from the uh, home building industry. I used to design and build homes first for a um for a large one of the national home builders, and then after six years of that, I went out on my own and did it for about ten years. Uh, but but you know I don't think there's anything unique about my story in particular. I think we all go through this. Uh, well, a large percentage of our population goes through this soul crushing experience, and oftentimes it leaves us uh, in in a in living in a very anxious state of mind. Um, it, it damages us uh, uh, financially uh, for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people never do recover from it. And there's a lot of um, there's a big domino effect that that's affecting families and our society in general. Uh, children in particular, um, there's just all sorts of statistics uh, as I started to dive into this that I realized that, you know, I'm not unique. In fact, in some ways, I'm doing better than a lot of other people because, holy smoke, you know, it's it's really, really tragic to see what happens in this divorce space. Uh, but a little bit about my story about 11 years ago is when I uh, was uh, going through my divorce. It took two years. And, um, and it was just really painful because there's a lot of changes with the, with the recession, first of all, when the home building industry was getting hit hard. So uh, financial times were really, really hard for me. In fact, I spent five months uh, during my separation uh, living in my car. It was a really, really difficult time for me. Wow. Wow. Uh, and you have kids? I'm I do. Yeah, I do. I, I, the I, 
Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was actually having to work in Orlando, but my kids were in Miami, and I would, uh, yeah, I was working in Orlando, living in my car, and then I'd drive every weekend uh, down to see my kids, and uh, yeah, I d- did that for about five months before I finally could get myself in, in better position, but, um, but yeah, you know, and, and during this time, I, I got to tell you, you know, it's uh, when I say soul crushing, it, it really is uh, dealing with these facets of all the changes going on, and then. Uh, and and ju- just to have your reality of where you thought you would be and then now where you are to see it all crumble in front of you, is, is, it's just a really depressing thing. And I think a lot of people can relate with that sentiment. And um, and, and so I, and I guess you, you look at your children and, and you're constantly anxious. And I guess my kids did not get the best version of me. And I felt bad about that. And a lot of times, you know, communication is I don't care what field you're in, if, if it's I don't care what industry you're in. You want to improve something, you make communication better. And in the program that had been available, the OFW, I had used them as well. Um, they, they weren't um, as progressive. I mean, apps really weren't a thing yet. Uh, but nonetheless, they're a web-based um, application. And, and still, many of their functions are still only web-based, whereas FAIR, which, by the way, FAIR, well, obviously, we're aiming to be fair with one another. Because I think at a minimum, you should be fair. If, if you're not going to be generous in life, be fair. And you'll be uh, you'll be happy happier for that. But it stands for family advocacy is your responsibility. F A Y R, and 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 I fo- I focus on the word responsibility in that acronym because I think I think what really helps us is is when you're able to realize that you are response able. You are the you you have the ability to respond to any given situation situation, and and, and that's rather empower, empowering. And, and if you can choose to have a more positive outlook and decide, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to suck out the poison here, <laughs> it's so tempting to engage in, in, a, in a negative back and forth. And, and, and I felt like, you know, I'm going to empower myself in this moment to respond in a, in a uh, j- just, you know, you know what they always say is, you know, the, the, the weak seek revenge, the strong um, um, forgive, and the intelligent ignore, right? I think that's I don't know who who's that 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 quote is exactly from. I've heard different sources, but nonetheless, I I feel like um, I am going to respond in a way that's not going to hurt me, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like a, a snake, right? It's 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 not the snake's bite that necessarily kills you. It's chasing the snake that causes its venom to go to the heart and kill you. So so not chasing that is what it was most empowering for me. And, and so in building FAIR, again, I, I kind of just found what was existing out there to be kind of, one, it had a stigma to it. It's like, I'm one of the bad kids. I'm one of the bad kids, so I have to use this program. So the courts have told me that I must use this. And, and it's kind of, and it was really created, and I get it, during the time that it was created, it was created for, I mean, who used technology back then? I mean, cell phones didn't even exist um, when, when it first came out, and very few people were, were online to begin with. You were paying on dial-up to be online at that time. So it was very um, high-conflict um, uh, oriented. Everything about it was high-conflict. And, uh, and and FAIR, however, I mean, it's coming about at a different time in our in, in our in our culture where we expect to use technology in just about everything we do today. I mean, whether it's Uber Eats, for goodness sakes. I mean, people are using technology to go to sleep now, all these apps that help you go to sleep. So so I, I think I'm coming about it with FAIR in a, in a very different spirit. The spirit here is you're not one of the bad kids. You're just, you're just trying to use a tool that's going to help mitigate uh, misunderstandings and disagreements from escalating into 
costly court motions that it's going to affect you and your family. And there's a whole, uh, you know, I totally agree with you. The, there's a, there's a spirit in the fair website, but also inside the app that is collaborative, right? Mm-hmm. Now the word, we didn't have the word 10 years ago, co-parenting, but if you have kids and you end up getting a divorce, that relationship, really just how you interface with the other parent really becomes the Herculean task of continuing to be an engaged and informed parent. And Mm -hmm. so if there are ways that you can help uh, build trust after a divorce, Mm -hmm. right? A huge question, um, especially when things like expenses or health insurance health expenses are mm-hmm. shared. Mm-hmm. Those are those are things that really do require some transparency to build that trust between two parents, mm-hmm. even in an uncontested divorce, yeah. who are trying to do their best to parent together. And you've given them a, a tool chest full of uh, a ways to interact with the mm-hmm. app, both parents having the app, um, that uh, does have its legal side, right? So it mm-hmm. does have that admissible yeah. in court uh, mm-hmm. and the reporting functionality that mm-hmm. I also think are pretty important. But the spirit of FAIR, even of course in your name, uh, is more about the, the spirit of co-parenting and doing the best we can as parents. That's, that's absolutely right. I mean, you, you, you are definitely, um, you definitely get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, and I, I'm still, I'm, uh, uh, I've got one year to go on. Uh, one of my children is uh, 17. Okay, and I've had one one child that is now away at college, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it hasn't been easy. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've done our best. We 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 didn't have a tool like Fair. We used the other tool for a little while, but there were parts of, like you said, that other tool that were almost combative. Yep. Uh, yep. She would enter an expense report and yeah. it would ding me and say, hey, she's submitted a new receipt. Mm-hmm. Well, she'd go in some days and put in 10 in one day. Mm-hmm. And I'd get just all of a sudden this app is like hammering me to log in, mm-hmm. check what it is mm-hmm. that she said. Because yeah. if I didn't respond, you know, in some courts, that's admission saying, OK, I agree. You know, yeah. it was yeah. it was a, it was yeah. the wild, wild west back then. And. At yep. least uh, those guys were trying to build a platform uh, and still are, you know, that that helps with this uh, this exchange of information that is required in our uh, in our in our efforts to be better parents. So, so, so would you find so of the fairs four key features, which I, I call mm-hmm. it admissible messaging? Because as mm-hmm. most people know, have, have learned if you've been in this space that that uh, text messages, your iOS or Android text messages are not admissible in court, whereas uh, emails are. So with the app, you have the ease of text messaging with all the admissibility of emails. So, uh, so admissible wow. messaging is number one. Uh, number two is the expense tracker. Uh, the the ability to input expenses and and with fair there's a there's I, I come from an architectural background I'm big on you know look and feel of things uh, color palettes really affect me shapes and tones and things like this so if you notice fair's interface I, I'm really proud of it because it's a, I, I literally believe that it's been created to be psych- psychologically conflict diffusing to the user it's uh, soft color tones yeah. casual fonts rounded I agreed. edges 
uh, it's really to take the edge off of things, which which the competitor, uh, comp- the principal competitor, really did not. Everything was really sharp, and the colors were loud at you, and all of this stuff just was. It was it was combative. I mean, it, I just felt like it was combative. Um, uh, but anyway, and, and it's an expense feature. You you pointed out a very interesting one because I know I noted the exact same thing you were mentioning right there. And one of the other requirements of it is that you were supposed to. Um, it, let's say you do log an expense and the other party does not log in. Um, first of all, the requirement to have to put in your username and password. How annoying is that? Right? Oh, I know. It's I know. very annoying. Yeah. Well, with, with fair, there's not, not, never any of that. You're automatic. It's just like any other app, you know, once you're logged in, you're logged in. You're, um, but you are required when you log an expense, the other party has to see it, approve it. And then it becomes a matter of record within the app. That that, that that step right there, I, I've gotten a lot of feedback from a, from a lot of people, attorneys, uh, mediators, guardians, um, uh, saying complaining about that feature because they feel like you know it, it, you're right. It causes people to be uh, get more upset because uh, b- because you know you're relying on the other person. You, you can do all of this effort to try to document, and the, if the other person decides to sit back and just not approve your expenses. Well, then they don't become a matter of the report. So with, with FAIR, all I require is you go in there and you can put how much you spent, what did you buy, and you have to categorize it. Was it was it child care? Was it extracurricular, medical, uncovered medical, dental, vision, uh, school? Um, and, and so if it meets one of these categories, you select a category, and then you can leave pictures of the receipts, what you purchased. You can leave some notes there, select which child it's for, and then boom, you save it. And it's a matter of the record. It doesn't require that step for the other party to approve your expense. Now, they can choose to take issue with it if they want to flag it, but it doesn't hold up the process. And so right. there's, a, there's a pie chart that will show you in real time each person's contribution. So visually, you see, oh, look, I'm at 47.6%. You're at, you know, well, she's well, I just gave myself a difficult number to figure Whatever. out. <laughs> 52 point whatever um we don't have to do the math yeah <laughs> so um so anyway the, the point is that i i the, i put a lot into that expense feature because that is probably one of the biggest things that, that that causes uh escalating court motions unnecessarily because everybody is good about keeping a mental inventory of their own contributions but seldomly do we recognize the contributions being made by the by the opposing party so yeah that's great yeah. Yeah. So anyway, those are the, those are two. Uh, the other two. Okay. So we have um, beyond that. So admissible messaging, the expense tracker. Uh, then we have the co-parenting calendar, of course. And it, with the co-parenting calendar, I just find it, 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 especially when you're a lot of cases escalate and there's they want modifications for child support and time sharing, this sort of thing. Well, with with, with Fair's co-parenting calendar, I mean it, it it if you decide, hey, I you know I can set my days according to your your parenting schedule, uh, whatever your custody schedule or parenting plan is and you're on autopilot you can you can even set the 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 birthday up for alternating years or whatever your holidays are christmas thanksgiving you can set it up for alternating years and have it end when the kids turn 18 and the and the calendar will automatically populate and so it reminds you uh, of who's got what holiday this year next year and all of this it becomes super easy you're on co-parenting autopilot the other thing uh that 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 um that it will do for you is by plugging it all in there. And let's say I need to be out of town for some reason. I need to make an alteration to the schedule. Well, I, I can just select the day 
and you know they're color coded. My, my color is in one color, mom's is in another color. If I select the day and request to to release the day to mom, I just hit you know request to release. Um, she will then instantly get a notification, and she can either accept or deny. If she accepts it, it changes to her color. And it doesn't go back to my color unless she releases it again. The good thing about this, it keeps the record clear. And so FAIR will be able to tell you between any period that you want to know how many days, hours, minutes I had the kids versus how many days, hours, minutes she had the kids. And so you've just taken out all of that ambiguous junk because, I mean, literally every time there's a case that goes before a judge, and I, I have a chance to meet with judges all the time these days, both parties claim that they have the kids 60% of the time, every time. And so a judge is always sitting in the position of trying to figure out the he said, she said versions of these facts, you know, so. Wow. Uh, and wow. the last feature, it was unique to me. Nobody had ever had this before. I'm, I'm, I'm the pioneer of it. Other, other co-parenting apps have adopted it since, since then. Um, but um, it was the, the, G, the geo check-in feature. Now, this is not a geo tracker. It doesn't allow me to track my co-parent's location or anything like that. But what it allows me to do, and, and I did this, it was my own personal experience that made me do this. I'll just go ahead and share the, the story. Yeah, absolutely. It is the reason I developed FAIR, frankly, because um, everything else, I may have had issues with it, but I don't think I was going to go out on a limb and do this kind of investment over something like this. But this is how ridiculous it can be. I mean, you think you have settlement, you think your things are fine. I, I, I'm supposed to drop the kids off down at 43 miles away from where I live, where she was living at the time. And I drive all the way down there. 43 miles with my little kids in the car. I've got two little kids. And I, and I come down there, and, and I, I'm sitting there waiting in front of the house. Nobody's responding to text messages. Nobody's answering the door. I, I, I'm, nobody's ans answering the phone, phone. So I say after about 30 minutes of sitting there, and I, I say, okay, the heck with this. I'm going home. So I, I turn around. with your kids. This is with my children in the car. In the car. Yeah, it's my Sitting children. in front of your ex-wife's house. Yeah, they're probably three and four years old at the time. Maybe, yeah, maybe less. Maybe, who knows. But, uh, but the point is, I, I had a court order that I was supposed to drop the children off between a, within a two-hour window on a Saturday morning. So I driving all the way down there, and then I turn around and drive 43 miles back. And upon getting home, I get a call from my attorney, who had just been contacted by her attorney, saying I'm in violation of a court order. And, and I'm in, you know, I'm contempt of court. And I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. You know, I said, I, I was there. And they said, no, you know, the material fact is that the kids were not delivered on this date and time. And, and so, and so, you know, I, I, I was literally, you know, I was going to go and see, have a hearing. I was going to go have a hearing in front of the judge. And at the end of the day, the, the children were not delivered and it would be up to the judge's subjectivity as to whether I'm lying or she's lying. And so this this was really difficult for me, but fortunately I had taken a toll road and I was able to pull my 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 SunPass records and I, and there sure enough I exited a toll with about a mile from her house and so I was I was basically you know uh, acquitted <laughs> so to speak. You had to do your own data though. You had to pull your own. Oh yeah, data. I, I had to and think. If you hadn't been smart, if I had taken any other road, if I had not taken a toll road, I would have had no proof. Most of the time, attorney, attorneys used to tell people in the past, well, go to McDonald's, buy a dollar French fries, and save the receipt. You know, go nearby, wow. make a purchase, whatever. No kidding. No kidding. Wow. So, so but now, even though even though I, I in pretty much short order, within a, within an hour or so, I was able to think think of this way of proving my location and using my, my, my SunPass records. But what if I had taken any other road? I wouldn't have had that. And even though I was able to acquit myself of this within a couple hours, just the going back and forth and arguing of this cost me $800 that day in legal fees. 
So can you imagine wow. one morning you're already struggling in life? You know, I'm already at this point in my life that I'm really struggling. I'm not doing well uh, financially. And yet, boom, out of nowhere, you're just going on a Saturday morning drive. And next thing you know, you get hit with $800. And this is the sort of thing that can blindside you when you least expect it. You have no idea. Things can be perfectly hunky-dory, but in the end, you're going to wish you had documentation. And trying to reconstruct an audit trail is extremely diff- difficult you know, six months down the road. So with FAIR's check-in feature, th- this is what you can do now. You can go there. I could have arrived. I could have just pulled out, and with one cl- with one click, I, uh, it shows exactly where I am. I, I, there's no manipulating. It's not like it's not like Facebook's check-in feature where I could check myself in at the Eiffel Tower right now. Like this is where I right. This is where I am. I cannot manipulate it. I drop. I, I can drop a pin. It it and it say I can leave some notes. Hey, I was here. Rang the doorbell. Nobody showed up. These are the children I was with. I can I can even take a photo. I can save it all right there that I'm mm-hmm. here with the kids and bam, it is a ma- it's time date and stamped and it is a matter of record forever. So, and my, wow. my, my co-parent would get an, a notification instantly to her phone saying, Oh, he just checked in. So I just uh-huh. shared my location to prove that I'm there. And there's, mm-hmm. she never would have called an attorney. There's no point. Right. See, I would have saved the eight hundred dollars that day. Had that one p that one thing. So that's why I try to tell people. Sometimes people say, "Oh, you know, seven seven dollars and ninety nine cents a month to, to use an app." Just seems. I'm like, well, let me tell you something. One single hour of a paralegal trying to put this documentation together for you could run between ninety and one hundred twenty dollars a single hour. So wow. So yeah, I, I, I you know I, th- this one feature would have saved me uh, so much money that day. It's pretty amazing to hear you say that text text messages aren't admissible in court. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just not. because it's too easy to fake or well, well, think of it. we already know that you can go in there and delete certain things, right? You can go in there and delete right. select messages, delete them. But there are apps out there now where you can flat out fabricate these messages. Oh, okay. Screenshots. Okay. Heck, I could create another account and just put my uh, ex's name in there. I mean. It, Right. You can make anything up. You okay, can make yeah. anything up. Right. Okay. So in your app with the messaging feature, you both parents have to just agree to use the messaging within the, the FAIR platform and then it yeah. just captures the dialogue. It's all, it's all push notifications. So it, it actually, we've, we actually really structured it around, um, actually where our next update is going to make it very much function just like WhatsApp does. So okay. it, it's going to be, it's all, of course, all encrypted. We don't sell anybody's user data. No, we don't. Right. We don't monetize by selling people's private information. So, I mean, that, yeah. that's what you're paying a subscription for, so that we don't, you know, we protect all that. Yeah. Stuff. So, um, so yeah, it, everything's encrypted, and um, and and yeah, it's going to function just like WhatsApp does. So, it's it just notifications straight to your phone, just like an iOS message. Very easy. And then, um, and then, obviously, uh, for any parents out there that are heading into the scheduling nightmare. Um, of course, we didn't have Google Calendar when we got mm-hmm. started. Um, now that's one of the solutions that I've used in the past is sharing some ca- joint calendars about the kids or things like that. But it sounds like yours almost has an artificial intelligence built in around shared parenting, around yeah. parenting plans, you know, that are already scheduled to do the magic that you'd have to figure out yeah. how to do in a, in a Google Calendar. It's already done in, in FAIR. Yeah, let me just let me sh- share. Uh, let me just share with you that. So, w- what's great about this is uh, up front, um, all I have to do is um, is, is uh, you know if I know what my schedule is, 
unlike Google Calendar, the problem with Google Calendar is is, is that it doesn't it, it doesn't ascertain what days were whose. Like so, if I was switching days, I, I don't have an audit trail of that of that correspondence. You know, mom said, "Hey, I need you to take my day," or "I'm running late. Will you just take them tonight?" That ends up getting lost right. in the weeds. And then over time, you know, you, you may be a, a dad, for example, who's getting asked to take, uh, you know, and quite a bit of extra time. Not that we're unhappy to take the time, but and then somewhere along the line, you get a motion saying, well, um, I, I, they want more more child support or something. This happens all the time. Well, most cases are over uh, are, are over child support. And, and so but then you're saying, well, wait a minute. I, I, I've been taking a lot of your days. And unless you have documentation to prove it, it's hearsay. Uh, you know. It's, 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 so, yeah. so with this, so every great. time you, you wow. can say, "Oh, you want me to take your day? Okay, just release it to me. Just release me that time." And then, and then your co-parent would release the time. Yeah. You accept the time, and now that time goes to your to your bank. I mean, and it's just important. I know, I know people think, That's "Oh, great. you know, this is uh, too uh, high conflict," and you know, I think I get along fine. But let me tell you, it makes so much because you never know what can happen in another person's life. They, they could go through another divorce, and now they're in a financial bind, and they need. And, and they're going to, um, they could come after you for any stinking reason when you least expect. No, it sounds it sounds fantastic because I think of all the times I am I'm also you know one of those optimistic dads, and you throw me a day or a weekend extra yeah, with my yeah. kids, I'm going to go for it. You know, but well, I thanks can again see to how Michael for giving us the time to learn about Fair, the co-parenting app that could back simplify in the day, your life you know, I after start divorce. feeling a little bit taken advantage of. Like, wow, I, you know, why is all this happening? I'm still paying this big child support, and yet I'm getting the kids a lot more than I, you know, than I should have. I can see how this, uh, even recording those those extra weeknights. Hey, yeah. I've got to travel out of town. Can yeah. you take them tomorrow night? Uh, being able to put that in an app and in an app, right? Yeah. We're already oh, on our phones. Everything. We're probably texting, doing things on the phone. So to be able to pop over to the app and make an edit to the calendar that then becomes a, a co-parenting mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. really, right? What we're trying to do as, as co-parents is keep the connection and connectivity high, keep the trust high, and as you say, with FAIR, keep yeah. the accountability yeah, exactly. high. Right. Yep. To verify, you know, let's let's all go in with the best of assumptions, yes. but then let's yes. verify. Right. Let's have the data to back it up, uh, because if it does go to court, um, yep. that's all you've got. You you don't have any uh, the hearsay and like you say, even the text. Well, you, you're just going to lose. And unfortunately, and I, I've I've had the experience now at uh, last uh, three years now, I guess to really peek behind the curtain here, of what goes on in family law from the perspective of. I mean, everybody involved that you can imagine. Um, and it is amazing how uh, a lot uh, – you can, you can totally be the more uh, responsible parent, but honestly, the, the person who is better documented is, is always assumed to be the more responsible one. And that's just a fact. And, and, and look, you can't wow. blame them. I mean, if you were sitting in that position and you don't know who these two people are, but one of them comes, comes to, you know, you know, armed to the gills with all of this documentation – and the other one isn't. You can be the greatest, nicest, kindest, sweetest father on the planet, uh, but but if if they have all this documentation, you've got nothing to combat it with. Then then you know that they don't just say, ah, well, my feeling is this. I mean, the judge judge has the responsibility to to uh, make informed decisions, and and fair 
gives them the most informed. I mean, fair represents the absolute truth, and so that's going to service your kids the best. Thanks again to Michael for giving us the time to learn about Fair, the co-parenting app that could simplify your life after divorce. Families happen, and divorce happens a lot more than we'd hope. Let's learn to make our parenting roles positive even after divorce. Thanks for listening to Love on the Air. This is John McElhenney, and I'll see you on The Whole Parent.